Hey, Pawn family, it's Yigal, and welcome back to another episode of the Pawn Leaders Podcast. I'm super stoked because I'm back from the Dixie Pawn Convention, or as Nick Fulton will call it, the Dixie. It was such a great time. Um, if you're not following the Pawn Leaders page on Facebook, I did like 15 to 20 live feeds, interviews with people, pawnbrokers, vendors, you name it. We had such a great time. It's really a great show. The destination, Perdido Beach Resort, was beautiful. And we really learned a lot and connected with other pawnbrokers, and it was just a great time. So for this episode, I'm going to do something a little bit different. I've got two people who I interviewed live on Facebook who are going to be on this podcast today. The first one is Chad Carter, the owner of Chad's Pawn Shop. And he's been in the business for, you know, 30-plus years, has seven stores, president of the Louisiana Pawnbrokers Association, or past president of the Louisiana Pawnbrokers Association. And the other guest is Julie Murray from J&K Jewelry and Loan. And she just opened up her shop after being in the business, I think it was 20 plus years. She just opened up her shop three years ago. And both of these two people are optimistic, they're happy, enthusiastic, and were some of the best interviews I've done. So I wanna share those with you. If you didn't watch those, this is your chance to watch those. And also, just to mention, this week, I got to hang out with my friends from Podium, and it was incredible because I actually saw live people signing up for Podium. I was watching them show people how to use Podium and the difference it makes in their business. And day in and day out, I always tell people, you got to use Podium. Go to podium.com slash pawnleaders to get your discount on your on your monthly subscription fee to be able to contact your clients through messaging through the through your website, as well as get an amazing amount of Google reviews. Like they really help you get so many Google reviews. And we all know that more Google reviews, more people walk in your store. So stay tuned and check out this episode with Chad and Julie, two incredible pawnbrokers from the Dixie Pawn Convention. Hey everyone, my name is Igaladado and this is the Pawn Leaders Podcast. A podcast to help you make more money stress less, and live an epic life, all while working at the pawn shop. Hey, pawn family, welcome back to another Facebook Live here from the Dixie Convention. With me, I have Chad from Chad's Pawn Shop. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. We met last night. Yeah. And uh, you have how many stores? I have seven stores. Seven shops? Seven shops and... Uh... I guess about 45 employees right now, 46. Awesome. And how long have you guys been in business? Uh, Chad's Pawn Shop's been in business in uh, Louisiana now for 26 years. Okay. Uh, I've been doing it for 37 years, believe it or not. But uh, from Houston to New Orleans and all in between. So was it called Chad before you owned it? Originally. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, actually 18 years old, I opened my first shop. Oh, wow. And uh, on uh, NASA Road 1 in... Uh, in Houston. Okay. And uh, Easy Pawn ended up scooping me up and uh, fell in Louisiana okay. and loved it down there and met my wife and been there ever since. So. And then went from one to two to three to four. One, yeah. And uh, I love the business, you know. Uh, I, I love working with people and helping people. Uh, so that's our motto in our stores. If, you know, if you wake up and want to help somebody, you can work for me. Oh, so, nice. I love that. Uh, or work with us, I should say. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, yeah, we're the, we're the real McCoy. We love to loan money and help people. Awesome. So it sounds like you have a great culture. 
Uh, we do. Chad's, right? We, we do. Really work on the culture there. Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, all, all these guys we have, they're 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 pros. Chad's pros, you know. So we teach it a little different. I mean, we think we're good at what we do. And, Seems uh, like it. We well, <laughs> we we try hard, and uh, I definitely enjoy working with my guys. You know, they inspire me to get up every day, and and um, so that's what we do. And I brought a bunch of them with me to the show, and I love to appreciate them, and they love their jobs. So let me ask you this quick question: You went from one store at eighteen to seven shops. What do you think? Give me like one looking back if you would change something, and two. The second part of that is. What made that successful? What made Chad successful? Well, uh, so if I was going to change anything, um, you know, I, that's a good question. Uh, if, you, if, you've got, if you've got one person who's watching this, who's got one shop who wants to go to two, what shouldn't they do? <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, you know, don't be scared of your talent. Love that. You know, if, if you have the talent and you can get the uh, – the finance, you know, trust your talent. Uh, usually a single store operator, uh, you know, if they're successful, they have tools. You know, yeah. they, they can get it done. Uh, don't be scared of that next step because after number two, after the second one, the third one's easier and the fourth one's easier. Nice. And uh, so they're, they're definitely that second step is a, that's a tough spot. I mean, I can remember being pretty spooked and. uh yeah. I'll never forget, I asked a, a CPA, financial advisor I was working with, and told him this big deal, you know, that's come up, and I had my chance for a second store, and he's like, you're the dumbest smart guy I ever met. I was like, what does that mean? He said, you're telling me that you know everything about what we're doing. We've got the financing, but you're just telling me you're scared or what? Yeah, so picked up the phone and called the guy and bought the store, and believe it or not, it's my best store I have today was that second store and uh so now they're easier to to do and uh, we can predict a little better now and so we know what we're looking for and talents everything yeah and it sounds like you obviously are looking for the best type of talent um you got to be a good person yeah and then what we teach you know buying a lawnmower i mean we can all learn how to do that yeah uh but to teach people how to appreciate people I love that. I yeah. think like what you just said about if you wake up wanting to help people, mm -hmm. then you can work for me because there's different types of people out there. Oh, yeah. Some who like to help. Yeah. And some who just want to be behind a desk, you know, punching mm -hmm. keys. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. But how do you find those who want to help others? You know, uh, that's – so if I could change anything, okay. that's what I, I'd love to be able to – I wish I was better at finding those people because – if I do get to run into them and we do get to share together, uh, man, it's pretty magical. You yeah. know, uh, we get to help people together and, and appreciate what we do. Uh, but it is so hard to find them. Um, and when I do find them, um, I do keep them. Nice. I mean, you I have some, well. I have some 15 year guys. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. Which, uh, and I, I do just about anything to keep them and, and, and not scared to tell them that, you know? Awesome. So, yeah, I I, uh, I think that is the that would be the story of why we're successful. I love that. Yeah. And so, if you're a pawnbroker who's got one shop, I think you're never it's never too soon to start building a great culture and finding the right people. Because yeah. I agree when when my brother and I we had a small little shop, we found the right people, we kept the right people, and then we were like second store. Let's do this. Mm -hmm. We were afraid. Mm -hmm. right? There was some fear, but 
we had the backing. We had the support of the, of the team and our family, mm-hmm. and it made it that much easier to get over that fear. Yeah, but it, it's, there is a, there's a lot of, you know, success for me. I don't, you, you know, it's not dollars. It's, uh, it's, it's people waking up wanting to come to work, you yeah. know. And I picked up a few guys here lately, and guys and girls, you know, but I picked up a few talented people that the word's getting out that we're not so bad to work for. And, yeah. uh, and I'm real proud of that. You know, I, I mean, I picked up a 25 year guy from cash America the other day nice. and, uh, you know, that's hard to do. I mean, he got changed careers to yeah. work with me. So, uh, that means I, I'm going to stay in the saddle and, and we're going to continue to do it. You're doing something right. right? Yeah, man. It's, it's, uh, yes, I think we are. Awesome. I'm pretty proud of it. Yeah. And so what, what do you think is happening in the pawn industry? You're here at the Dixie show. Obviously you come to the shows. Yeah, I, I go to the shows and I, I do the national and I've been, uh, uh, on the board Well, I'm on the board of the national and, uh, the Louisiana. You were the president, correct? That is correct. Nice. Uh, I just stepped okay. down for that. But, uh, but you know, the pawn business is changing and, and, uh, but pawn brokers are notable for change. I mean, yeah. we had, I mean, you remember when we were buying big screen, you know, they were 50 inch plasma was three grand. Yeah. Now they're 300 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so we just have to learn how to adapt. And, uh, and we do gold at 2000 gold at 200. We're going to yeah. make it work. And yeah. to me, I, our business is so awesome because we control our cost of goods when you're well selling. Said. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's like, I've done a lot of podcasts and nobody's said that like you control the cost of tell me more about that yeah i you know and that's how to me that's how what makes us so unique if you stay on top of your game and and you communicate well with the rest of your team i mean you can keep yourself out of trouble and you can always keep your cost of goods uh you know to where you don't fall apart and and get hung up and stuff but anyway it controlling your cost of goods to me, we're the only guys that get to do that. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and that's a, that's a huge benefit, especially if you're on your game. I think one of the biggest differences between pawnbrokers who can make change in the future and now is that to see things in light, like you do, a lot of people are like, Oh, you know, gold went down. Oh, you know, a TV is now only $300, but you're seeing it in a, in a positive light. Oh yeah. And you're saying how, we control the cost of goods. We can control our business when a lot of people can't. Right. So I think that that's a great lesson that you just said to the other pawnbrokers out there. I appreciate oh, yeah. that. Yeah, I, I, I still believe that. And, you know, we're, we're talking about controlling cost of goods right now or, or, or working with change. You know, CVDs yep, are falling into the market. Yep. So instead of I'm trying not to be spooked of them, uh, I'm definitely aware of them. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to try to figure out how to make money with it. Yeah. yeah. And you've got, like, it's all about learning, right? you got to train. Yeah. You have to learn what's happening. And then when you're well-trained and you well, you have the knowledge, then the fear kind of slips away. Well, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to figure out how to make money with it yeah. is what I'm going to do. So, I mean, we're going to still enjoy the, the natural diamond. That's what we do. Yeah. Uh, but the CBD, I don't know, maybe it makes it affordable for people that couldn't buy them. Yeah. So, I may have a new market there, so awesome. I'm going to go after it. Very cool. So I think, like, again, we met last night, and right. the positivity is awesome. Oh, I thanks. think that a lot of people in the pawn industry, I go visit a lot of shops. You know, one of the rules in my family, because we're all pawnbrokers, I'm third generation, mm-hmm. and was if you're going to go on vacation, you have to at least 
go into a pawn shop. Sure. And you have to no, and we have to take a picture to show it to the other family. That's awesome. Right? So <laughs> go into a lot of pawn shops. A lot of pawn shops, people would be angry behind the counter. And the service wasn't there. And you didn't feel like they were grateful for having what they had. Mm-mm. But I know the sensibility in being grateful for what we have because businesses are going out of business essentially mm-hmm. all the time. And with what you just said, again, controlling our cost of goods, like a lot of people don't realize how important that is. Mm, I, I, we're just so fortunate to be yeah. in, in that. And, uh, you know, my guys, everybody understands it, you know, that works for us now is that, you know, like everything has value. Yeah. And, and you, saying no is just wasting time, you know. You, yeah. you can't do that. People are wasting shoe leather to get in there to see you. You know, smiling and being nice and having a clean store, that's that's easy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, – I love our business, and it makes it easy for us to do. So uh, I think that's uh, that's it. Let's, let's quickly talk about – you were the president of the Louisiana Pawnbrokers Association. Uh, you're a big part of the MPA. A lot of pawnbrokers aren't part of an association. Right. How important is that? Obviously, you were the president, so it's important to you, but what has it done for Louisiana having the association? You know, uh, that's a great question. Uh, the uh, Being part of the association, uh, the Louisiana pawnbrokers, uh, they have a nice, strong core, and uh, they work together well, and uh, we've, we've, we're a family unit. You know, yes. we, we eat dinner together. I mean, we're, that, we're close. But we do go to the state, and we defend our right to do what we do. And uh, by having a voice and, and showing your cards all the time, people know who you are. And there's a phone number for them to call if they have a question. Nice. Uh, but being part of an association to have your, to your legal team behind you and, and, and have lobbyists. And- yeah, it, it has to be there because, uh, unfortunately, people like to attack our our rights, all you know, time. and, uh, and that, but that's okay. Every time they do, we get to enlighten them about what we're really doing. Yeah. So every time somebody tries to pull us down, it actually turns out to be a good thing. So we can actually reeducate them. Yeah. So being a part of association, if you're not one, you need to be one. Yeah. So you heard, you heard it from Chad. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't, and also if you don't have an association, like I know Utah's having problems right now, Arizona's having some problems right now different states who don't have associations are having issues. Like we're a family. That's why I call it the pawn family. Mm-hmm. Bind together, get together, put your differences of competition aside for a moment and think about your future and either join an association, call up the NPA for help, sure. um, build an association. I'm sure like ex-presidents would help out by saying, Hey, these are the things what not to do and things to do when you build sure. an association. Um, so yeah, get it done. I think. It's- I, I wish. Uh, I hope anybody that's listening now, if they ever have any questions, uh, would definitely contact us. I mean, we would share with anybody. Uh, every time a state gets organized, it's it's only better for the big team. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm all in for helping out with that. Awesome. Uh, yeah, anytime. Chad, it's been a pleasure and an honor. Thanks for taking the time to uh, to be on the show, and I hope to come out to Louisiana soon and. Come visit you guys. Well, we love your uh, we love your show. Thank you. And uh, and what you what you're doing is is admirable. I I love I love watching your podcast. Thank so you. Man. Thanks it. for doing it. And yeah, it's a pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah. Have an incredible show. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. All right. So you just heard my interview with Chad Carter from Chad's Pawn Shop. And before we go on to my interview with 
Julie Murray, I want to let you guys know about something special I have going on, which is the Pawn Leaders Masterclass. Go to the pawnleadersmasterclass.com. That's pawnleadersmasterclass.com to take the masterclass where I show you everything I know about leadership, marketing, and strategy in order to make more, stress less, and live that epic life. Whatever you learn in that course, I guarantee you that your business is going to grow, your leadership is going to grow, and you're going to know more about numbers than you've ever known before. So jump on the waiting list as I'm opening this to a small group of people. Go to pawnleadersmasterclass.com to check it out. And now for my interview with Julie Murray from J&K Jewelry and Love. Hey, Pawn family. Welcome back to the Facebook Live here with Egal, myself uh, from the Dixie Convention. I'm here with Julie. Yes. How's it going? Perfect. JK, where are you from, Julie? I'm from New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Very cool. Very Absolutely. cool. Absolutely. So um, I've been to New Orleans. Have you? New Orleans. My apologies. That's all right. That's all right. Everybody <laughs> kind of has their own way of saying it, their own lingo. You know? So tell me how long you've been in the pawn business. For? 35 years. 35 years. Yes. So first generation, second generation? Mm, first generation. You okay. know, um, I, I worked for a major pawn shop in, in New Orleans okay. for 21 years. Uh-huh. And then uh, uh, three and a half years ago, I opened my own. Nice. Yeah. So three and a half years ago, you opened your own? Yes. And how's it going so far? Phenomenal. Awesome. You know, you never, the, the, it's the old saying, you never, never, never know what's going to walk through that yeah. door. And you seem like you have an incredible personality. Yeah, that's, a, that's not the first time I heard that. <laughs> so I'm sure the customers love you and you guys oh, laugh yeah. together. I give them suckers. Oh, so uh, you. you would be surprised how far a blow pop will get you. Can I tell you something? That was Cashco 15 years ago. We started giving lollipops. Yeah. Suckers. Yeah. And uh, even you, to adults, you can't but not smile when you're having candy. Yeah, in your mouth, I'm like, right? you want a sucker? Oh, they'll go, can I have a sucker? I'm like, yeah. Can my kid get one too? <laughs> With pleasure. <laughs> then we we had to kind of take the bag the bag away because then you had like five or six of them. But it was oh, good. I I used to leave it on the counter. I'm like, I didn't mean to feed you. And, you know, when are you gonna get some chocolate? I'm like, I'm, I'm not gonna feed you. <laughs> like I said, a sucker, not sucker. That's right. Right. Now, not awesome. for the whole family. So, how big is your shop? 3,500 square feet of loveliness. You know what? It's incredible to me because you've been in the business for so long. Yes. You're a new owner-operator, and there's so much excitement in your voice. Oh, yeah. And Well, you know, I love life, and I, I don't work a day in my life. Like somebody said it yesterday. I was at one of the state meetings, uh-huh. and they said, you know, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your yeah. life. That That is me. Like I, I love what I do when I work for someone. That's amazing. Yeah. You know? So you've been, obviously, in the three and a half years, you've had some success. Yes. What do you think uh, you've done right that you can share with, with the other people who are watching that have, have you've had success in, in that short period of time? I like to have a niche. Okay. Like, I like things to be different. Uh-huh. When I, I'll buy anything if I think I can sell it. Okay. Uh, I'll give you a real short thing. A friend of mine, a friend of a friend came to me one day and said, you know, my, my wife's got all this Betty Boop stuff. I don't know what to do with it. I, before I could get it out of my car, I was selling it, awesome. pulling up in the parking lot. I had a display. I put it on Facebook. Oh, my gosh. I put it all on these tables like this uh-huh. and, and displayed it with uh, tablecloths. And, oh, it was big. I got a big statue, five foot tall. Boop. And they put five me in Five foot the, tall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they put me in the St. Bernard magazine. Okay. And, and, and my shop is just different. Yeah. When You know, pawn shops are, I believe that they – they come a long way. You know, yeah. the 80s, it was like, no pawn shop. You know, yeah. now it's like, woo, it's my first time in yeah. here. I'm like, thank you for coming, you know. Yeah. I have pillows that line my entire show floor. Wow. Well, it's a soft ceiling. Okay. So for when I first opened in, in 2015 at the end, I sat there one night drinking a glass of wine, wondering how I was going to close up 
because all the heat from the back was coming to the front. Okay. And I brought pillows. <laughs> and awesome. I, I got on Facebook and I asked everybody and they got, I got signed pillows. So they go, can I buy that pillow right there? I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, that's mine. That's, that's keeping yeah. the area covered. And it's just, it's just different. My, 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 my showcases are handmade. Amazing. And they're not gorgeous, but they're different. They're handmade. Yeah. I had them each individually made. Like well, my shop is really cool. So I, I love two things about you already. We we met yesterday. I was taking some pictures for you. Yes. And um, one is personality. Thank you. And I think that the palm brokers need to understand that on Facebook, on social media, on <clears> commercials, <throat> you've got to show your personality. Yeah. You know what it takes for someone of status to walk into a pawn shop that needs money? Like they come in with sunglasses on. Yeah. You know, so I just invite them in wholeheartedly. It's amazing. You know, and like to your house. Like, absolutely. They want something to drink. You know, you yeah. use the bathroom. Yeah. You know, amazing. I got this. Yeah. They cry to me, you know. You, you'd be like a good shoulder to cry on. Yeah. I'm guessing. Right? Yeah, and I offer some, you know, it's funny. Sometimes I can't take my own advice. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes I step up to the plate and make a difference. That's what I, I want to do in life. I want to make a difference. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's so incredible. Yeah. And also, like, you opened a shop in 2015. Yes. So a lot of people are saying, oh, the business isn't the same, gold pricing and you're like 2015 whatever let's open a pawn shop yeah well i had to make a move where i was okay because of circumstance because yeah. i would still be working there if things were the same however you yeah. know nothing ever stays the yeah. same but yeah you just got to be consistent was it was it a culture issue no okay. um the owner passed away oh gotcha all right understood <clears throat> so so you opened the shop in 2015 yes and you're rocking it and yeah. so for those of you who are sitting here thinking and listening to this like if you um if you are oh man it's not the same thing how can i open up another shop you opened up a shop in 2015 that was courageous oh yeah i commend you on that thank you amazing Whew. and so what's the future uh what like? i would like to open up another one okay mm -hmm. in gotcha. time yeah, yeah, i'm sure. the type of person that waits for some things to come to me got it you know yeah. um that because it's a big decision you know 100%. going from, from <clears throat> going from an employee Right? To yes. owning your own shop is yes. a good decision. Yes. Love it. Yes. Incredible. Yeah. It was it's, great, man. It, it was a ride. I thank God every day for the ride of my life. Trust me. I think just like the smile <clears> on your <throat> face says it all. Like oh, you yeah. You love life. I do. I think like a lot of times pawnbrokers forget that we're blessed. Yes. And they forget their place. You know, sometimes we forget. We forget what we do. We, we loan money. You know, I, real quick. I wanted, when I was young, when I was six, seven, eight years old, I wanted to have seven kids. Okay. And I wanted to be a nurse because I, I liked what the nursing industry was, yeah. the doctor, helping people. Yeah. But I never did think I was smart enough to apply myself to, to answer all the questions and take all the tests. But in essence, I do help people. I don't have seven kids. I got one. <laughs> Every, I've got two. Like Seven's yeah, crazy. Yeah. But you just how you changes you know but um, I, I do help people and, and sometimes we forget that being owners of a business i own and operate i write the checks the only thing i don't do is do my taxes i am 100 percent on cue yeah you know and i love it everybody goes oh you need to pay somebody to do that no i don't i'm, I'm capable of doing it myself yeah and i love it you know yeah. And it's a very forgiving business. I mean, yeah. you can make mistakes and people still come back. But understand <clears> something. Like, as in the pawn business, and I'm going to tell you, I don't know if you know about me, but I had my own shop for 16 years with wow. my brother, third-generation pawnbroker. Perfect. Um, left the business, and for the first two years, I was depressed. 
because I sat in an office oh. by myself. Oh, gosh. Can you imagine yourself in a cubicle? No. Okay, so that's what I did for two years. For a little while, just yeah. like 10 minutes or so, yeah. then I got to get up again. <laughs> and, and so, like, when you're surrounded by so many people and so many great people and you're helping people and you get out of that, it's very stressful. Yes. And I think that, like, if you know how to operate a business and you have a smile on your face every day because you're grateful, then, then life is great. Absolutely. And you learn. I learn every day. It's so important. I, I try to learn something every day. Yeah. It's sometimes 10 or 15 things I learn. Yeah. You know, coming here, I learned a lot. I talked to a lot of people. I learned a lot. I made a lot of friends. Like, yeah. oh, my God, everybody was so welcoming to me. You know, and of course, my personality will bring. Yeah, I, yeah I, you know, yeah, because I, I say the things that people are afraid to, or what they think. You is this, know, is this your first year here? Yes. Oh, is this your first year at the Dixie? <clears throat> yes. How's it been so far? Great. Awesome. It's been great. I, I, it's it's a world of information, and everybody's willing to give you information. You know, nobody's jealous. They got insurance people. They got four or five of them. They all welcome you. Yeah. It's really, really a great experience. And, and I used to come to things like this when I worked. Okay, gotcha. For the other pawn shop. But yeah. being an owner of my own business. Different story. Totally different. Yeah. Totally different. Awesome. This has been amazing. Thank you so much for being uh, on the Facebook Live. Thank you. It's yeah, Facebook you. is awesome. Yeah. Come to the Dixie Show, man. You'll love it. Yeah, you will. So check out the Dixie Show uh, next year. I know that uh, Nick was just done. We'll get, we'll get on some information. Back. Stay tuned. I've got a couple more lives to go before I'm out of here. So you got to catch a plane. But uh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. No, thank you.